Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. All right, today we're doing things a little bit differently. You are joined by Matt and Jocelyn Woodrum. Woo! <laughs> we are not joined by a guest today. Um, we are shifting things a little bit. We know everybody's routines are really out of whack right now. I know ours is. Ours are definitely out of whack um, with the whole social distancing and lockdowns and whatever your location is doing. Um, so we're kind of going to be doing a series. We're not sure how long this series will actually end up being, so bear with us. Um, we're doing a series, though, on some of the things that have come up in our previous 40 episodes. I can't believe we've hit 40 already. I know, right? Um <laughs> things that have really come up a lot in all 40 of those episodes. So that's kind of where we're looking to go. If there's something you want us to talk about, let us know um, either in our Facebook group or What's our Facebook group, uh, family life movement, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easy to find. There you go. Um, and we also have a website, familylifemovement.com. Um, and our email address is in on the website if you want to get reach out to us. Um, if you go to that website, we also just created a um, PDF worksheet type thing. Um, you guys are welcome to go and grab. And it's called the five areas to change your life. So go and check that out. And it's um, completely free. It is free. Yeah. Um, we There's know some good stuff in that too. I hope so. <laughs> um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about work-life balance and what a lot of our, we've had some uh, interesting ideas in that. I feel like we've seen some, some themes yeah. in that uh, area, and we've also had some people disagree with each other, so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, it should be pretty interesting. So, you know, with this idea of work-life balance, I think when we first started the podcast, we had this idea of work-life balance was, you know, kind of scheduling some stuff out and not only just scheduling some stuff out, but leaving room for stuff to happen. And I think one of the, the most interesting guests that we had that had an interesting take on it was Corey, one of our last episodes, where he said, work-life balance doesn't exist. Yeah, that, and I actually agreed with Corey um, in a lot, of, in what he was referring to. Um, we cannot look at work and family and everything be exactly 50-50, and I think that was his point with that. Um, it's not 50-50, you know, some days are... <laughs> 10 and 90. <laughs> um, and then, you know, for family or for work and it's, it's just, it just depends. I've definitely had work days where I don't see the kids at all. I leave before they're up and I don't get home till they're home until they're in bed. 
Um, is it ideal? Absolutely not. But I try to balance that <laughs> um, with the weekends. Um, I try to snuggle with them on the couch. That's what we did tonight. <laughs> exactly. And I love that, you know, actually mentioned when she was on, that we shouldn't schedule every single minute of every single day. We need to allow for things to happen. Yes, and uh, we've also had other people, and I don't have specifics on who, who've said that you should schedule every minute of every day. Um, we've had some people strongly suggest time blocking. Winston was one of those. Um, so, I think the three big things when it comes to work-life balance, and, and we hit this with Corey and Justin, James, uh, Chris, Winston, Ashley, it seemed like they all seemed to agree on three major things. Yes. Um, being intentional. Yeah. Yep. So what does this word intentional mean to you? Me? Like, what does it mean to um, be intentional with your family and going out of your way and making sure that you're spending that quality time? I, I can see it being a couple different things. Like, if I tell somebody... Uh, my kids or somebody at work that I'm going to do something, I follow through. Um, I think that's really my big, that's something I really strive for. Um, and I think that sometimes I can get walked over because of that. <laughs> um, but like the kids, the girls, uh, we, we have three girls. I think as everybody knows by now, um, they older two wanted me to paint their nails. And they, yeah, you guys look like you were guys that were that that that. You guys look <laughs> like you were having a lot of fun with that. Uh, they love it, and it's just a minute to be girly. Um, and we unfortunately didn't get to it when they first asked. Um, but I promised them that we would do it the next day. They had asked like right at bedtime or dinner or something like that yesterday, um, or sorry on Saturday. <laughs> and then, so we had to make sure on Sunday that we got to it. And we did, we, we made time. And, you know, especially right now when the kids can't get out and see friends and, and they were begging dad to go to Walmart with, yeah. <laughs> to get out of the house. Um, you know, we really need to try to not say no to those little things that they can do right now. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think a perfect illustration of, of being intentional is that since Jocelyn is a traveling speech speech therapists, we have to be intentional about when we schedule time to go and visit our parents back in Ohio. And so being intentional to me really means that we set aside that time, that we, we cherish that time. So whenever we would go and look at visiting parents in Ohio, we would set aside a time and we would say, hey, this weekend, we are going to go and spend some time with my, uh, at your parents' house or my parents' house. And then the other thing that we would really do is we would say, okay, what resources can we go and dedicate to that visit? And so really what we did is we took our time, we took our energy, and we took that chunk out of our everyday lives, and we put it there. And we said, hey, we're going to go and do this, and we're going to make sure we save the resources, save some money so that we have enough for gas, so that we have enough to go and hang out with your parents and my parents. And so I think that that is a perfect example of what being intentional is all about. It's not a, it's not a spur of the moment. And, and we've both had, you know, the visit to parents have been the spur of the moment. I've yes, planned yep. a couple of those within <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> but like being intentional to me means that you make sure that you've got the resources 
and you block that time out so that nothing else can get in the way of you being intentional with your work, your life, your business balance. Yeah. Um, so one of the other areas that really popped up a lot in our um, first 40 episodes was boundaries. Now, Matt, Ooh. I know you love talking about boundaries, so have at it. Tell us what <laughs> that means. Well, you know, so many people think that boundaries are all about restricting your freedom, restricting that access. You know, we look at it as a group of rules. So don't speed on the interstate. Don't, uh, you know, with, with the whole virus thing going around, don't, you know, we're doing social distancing. So don't be real close to somebody else, you know, but really these boundaries or these walls are used to set us free. So we can't speed and go hundred miles an hour down the interstate but that's because we don't want to have an accident. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt the family. Um, and, and so boundaries are really there to actually set us free. Now, what does that mean when it comes to family? What does that mean when it comes to work and you know, work-life balance? It means that when you get home and you've had a, a, a long day at work, mm -hmm. and you've had a couple of those. Thank you. <laughs> um, it, it means that when you close that door, you have a boundary and you leave work at work mm -hmm. and you leave home at home. Now, one of my friends, Kent Julian, has a phenomenal way of doing this because he works at home. And so it's really difficult to have a work-life balance when you're both working on your business and trying to do life at one place. Tell, tell me what Kent does because I can't, re I'm not sure I remember. So Kent has an office and what he does is he has a door and his kids are a little older. And whenever he goes into his office, he closes the door. And what he says is that that allows him to work and be focused on work and get stuff done. When he leaves his office, he doesn't take anything with him and he closes the door. So he oh, closes okay. the door on that part of his life and he's 100% with his wife and his kids and being uh, just being a great dad and great husband to him. Yeah. I, I really like that. Um, that's not really possible in our situation. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> it, it's difficult. <laughs> um, we, we have small kids, you know, our oldest is seven. The youngest is 20 months and yeah, yeah. into everything this weekend. She figured out how to open the refrigerator, the dishwasher, even when it's locked, the oven and the doors to the other rooms. Excuse me. Um, and so <laughs> you can't just go into a room and close the door and not be present. <laughs> but I, I think it kind of goes back to being intentional and having some of those boundaries so that when I go, and so for example, when you're at work and I'm wanting to make sure that I'm getting stuff done, I've got a couple of options. I can one, set up the card table because we're a traveling family. We don't have normal furniture. Uh, we, <laughs> I can set up the card table and set it up close to the, the couch and sit behind them and get some work done that way while the TV's on. And then the other option is the girls currently have a walk-in closet in their room. And so I can close the door and I can lock it again while I'm having TV on. And... You know, I know a lot of you guys are probably sitting here and thinking, well, why would you guys just sit your front, your 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 kids in front of the TV? You don't want your kid the the TV to raise your kids. I, I think that goes back to that being intentional part because 
if we're not intentional and we just let them watch TV anytime, then it doesn't feel like a special treat when I have to go and get some work done and they can sit and watch a little bit of TV or play on the iPad or something like that. So you're using the TV as a tool. It's not all day long. It's just when you really have some dedicated time, you need to get some work done. Hey, okay. Exactly. And we, we had a podcast guest uh, early on, uh, Greg Tosi, who went completely tech, low tech for what, a year? Yeah. yeah. As a family, the flip phone family, I think <laughs> much, is what they called themselves. Much, much respect. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's hard. Um, especially in this digital age, I think it's even harder. Oh, well, um, and we had some other guests that severely limit their TV time. Yes that they only bring it out as learning tools. I think Lori was like that. Yes, I think Ashley. Yeah, and, and yeah, Ashley. Ash, the Luxon family, yep. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I also look at boundaries as um, self-care for us moms. Um, dads do. But for some <laughs> reason, it seems like it comes up with the moms more. Um, I think moms have a tendency to put our children's, I mean, our bodies were literally taken over by our children while we were pregnant. Yeah, we and can never escape that. No, you can never, <laughs> never. Um, so, so, you know, having that boundary of uh, being my own person again, <laughs> I think can sometimes be a challenge. Um, and, and that's, and, that's in all fairness, from a man's point of view, that's got to be like almost an impossible goal mm -hmm. to be your own person, to separate yourself from your children because I imagine, as, as somebody who's watched you and, and knows a little bit about psychology and stuff, that when you're away from your kids, you've got this thing that's almost drawing you, like you're missing a body part, that you're missing a limb. But at the same time, when you're, you know, you're going through a weekend or you're quarantined with them, it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, I, I can do away with this limb right now. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, that's, I think that's where the mom guilt comes from, especially yeah. working moms. Um, we love our jobs. We love our careers. Um, but at the same time, when we are at our job or our career, we're guilty that we're not with, not with our kids. Yeah. And then when we're home with the kids, we're, we're thinking about work. Yeah. Um, I work in the medical field. I, I, sorry. I mean, I'm going to bring it up again, but like, you know, we've, it's in my brain, this whole virus stuff, you know, who knows what has happened in my, my facility while I've been gone for three days. Two days. Um, yeah, it's really hard to pull that, make that boundary, <laughs> um, you know, in our in our in our day to day life. But it, it is something that we need to strive for. And I I would say, would you agree that I have been better about not bringing my work home with it, me? Absolutely. And, and I think you know, and, and as a man, I don't pretend like I know how a woman's brain works. But I feel like women typically can think of several things at the same time, which makes it very difficult to compartmentalize. Compartmental. Miss speech therapist, how, how do waffles, you say that? Waffles, waffles. Be waffles. <laughs> yeah, have your exactly. separate squares. Where men are gung-ho. We've got one thing at a time on our mind. It's not always that one thing, but we have one thing on our mind at any given time. And we, we, you know, we go gung-ho for that one thing. So that can be business. And then I think we, I feel like we can separate ourselves out and say, okay, 
now let's spend time with our family and be, you know, with our family. Or, and I think that's also a reason why we can turn on the NFL football or wrestling or whatever that may be and just be one mind focused. Yeah, I, I don't think that's possible for women <laughs> at all. Um, and so I'm going to move on to the uh, third area that really popped out in our first 40 episodes, um, priorities. Create or list out your priorities. So we had a lot of our um, guests say that to make their work-life balance work, they needed to make their family priority. So how do you do that when you have a job, you're trying to start a business, you have kids, how do you make your family a priority? Well, it comes back to those other two, intentional, being intentional, and boundaries. That was a good, quick response. Oh, I, I kind of threw that back at you. <laughs> but absolutely, you know, you, I think, you know, it does come back. And at the same time, you got to make a priority. So, and one of the best ways that you can do it, and I kind of gave a presentation on it this past week uh, with the summit, uh, the purpose summit, which is when you're filling out your schedule, put your family in there first. Make sure you're scheduling time with your kids. Like what you did this past weekend, you did a great job making sure, you know, everyone's nails were uh, painted and watching Hannah Montana, but we won't get into that part. <laughs> but like, so you set aside time and you made sure that you were on the floor playing with our kids or on the couch. You know, we placed the Nintendo Switch and you know, you, you made sure you had time to focus on the kids. And I think that that's what making them a priority is all about. Yeah. Um, I don't really know where to go with that. <laughs> Uh, we were t uh, you were talking about kind of what you were talking about was uh, that time walking thing that you were you know um so when you it, the people I've heard talk about time blocking they actually recommend looking at a whole week rather than a, a, just one day at a time absolutely because if and this kind of goes back to that whole where whole thing where boundary I'm sorry balance doesn't really exist um if you look at one day, you might have very little time with your kids. Like I, that day I was talking about where I worked 12, 14 hours, I didn't see the kids because they were in bed by the time I got home. Um, but on the weekends, I make up for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that when you're working 12-hour days, and you work 12-hour days, you've worked 14-hour days, you've worked longer than that because you're a machine. But I think what that means is when you, when you work so much and stuff like that and you have a weekend come up, I've seen you wake up early with the kids and spend, you know, quality time with the kids without even thought, you know, any thoughts of work or sitting down and doing paperwork. Now that doesn't mean that the household stuff doesn't need done to sitting down and doing bills and stuff like that. But I think you do a really good job of, Hey, you know what? I worked 12 hours or 14 uh, hours and I, you know, I wasn't able to help get the kids into bed. So I want to make sure that this weekend I set aside, you know, the two minutes I get and then the, you know, several hours that the kids get. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so something else I do want to mention about the priorities. Um, I really like what um, James and Chantel actually both kind of commented on this. Um, slightly different philosophies, but they both suggested focusing on just one thing for James. There were three things for Chantel. Um, I think uh, the one thing book was a really big key in that. 
thought process. Um, Matt and I try to pick three things um, per day. Um, it's easier said than done a lot of times. Um, uh, and, and, and I think the, the thing, you know, when, when James is talking about focus on the one thing, the one thing, the one thing, I think he had a, like a, a 20,000 foot view. So that one thing might be working on my business. Well, okay, what do I need to do for my business? You know, I need to create a, 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 an email lead magnet. I need to do, you know, and there's different things. I think Chantel was talking about three very specific things. So that might be listening to 60 minutes of a course or reading a book or working on the website for, you know, 30, 60 minutes or, you know, going and working on laundry. I think they were more specific, more narrowed down mm -hmm. or James was kind of that 20,000 pulled out a little bit further. Well, I can also see James's and I, I don't remember this specific context, unfortunately. Um, but he also could have been focusing on like when you are actively working on something, don't, don't be multitasking because that actually deteriorates your progress in anything. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many different studies out there and, and you've seen this when I'm working on some stuff you know, I, I call it controlling my distractions. And that mm -hmm. could be, look like, you know, having music on in the background. That could look like having a movie on that you've seen a thousand different times. You know, when you control your distractions and you're only actually legitimately working on that one thing, you're able to achieve so much more success. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else specific that you wanted to bring up? Oh, I, I think, you know, go and get that lead magnet. So the, yes. the lead magnet, familylifemovement.com, familylifemovement.com, uh, that lead magnet is all about helping you to change your mindset. So one of the questions that I get all the time, all the time is how on earth did I lose somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80 pounds in the past year? And this process, this, this PDF that we're going to give you, completely for free is, you know, it's going to be talking about, you know, mindset. How do you switch your mindset so that you can start going and achieving your dreams? Uh, you know, how to, how do you, uh, how, how do you discover your strengths? How do you understand your own personal value? Because without you understanding your value, what your role is in life and where you're strong, where you're good at, you're you're going to have such a hard time accomplishing anything that you want to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, there's two things that I really wanted to talk about or mention before we wrap things up today. Oh yeah. Um, for those moms out there, especially moms of young kids, get used to not having it all done at once. And that was something that Lori Lynn said, and it really stuck with me. Um, it's it's not easy. <laughs> But uh, I'm not going to get all the dishes washed in one sitting, but I can get started now and get well, a few it, dishes washed. Well, what I really appreciated about what she said in that conversation was about, hey, say, you know, let's, we're going to work on dishes for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when you've done that, you can say, hey, I've accomplished my goal. And so I can still move forward. Yes. Instead of going and switching to a different task and going, oh, man, the dishes aren't all the way done. Or, hey, the house isn't completely picked up. Instead, you can say, I've hit my goal of hitting the 15, 20, 30 minutes that I was going to work on dishes or an hour if it's me washing dishes. Yep. Or, like, 
so that, that was something I really did appreciate about what she said. Yep. And then the final thing I really wanted to uh, leave every, everyone with um, was that we've been talking a lot about different methods. James said something in his podcast um, that you need to figure out what works best for you. Don't necessarily follow. You know, we had some people in here who disagreed with their methods. We had some who wanted a time block. We had one person who wanted to time our um, schedule every minute of every day. We've had somebody say, don't schedule at all. Figure out what works best for you. Experiment a little bit. Well, and I think the really important thing to keep in mind is this idea of no zero days. I love that. That was Lori that said that. Yeah. yeah. And Lori I, Lynn. I yeah. love that because if you don't have a zero day, then you're at least doing something to go forward. No matter what your goals are, whether that's in business, whether that's in weight loss, whether that's in improving your marriage, improving your relationship with your kids, don't have a zero day. Yep. I really like that too. Um, it's really easy to be like, well, I don't have to today. And then tomorrow, I don't have time for it. Yeah. Or, then tomorrow. Oh, I didn't do it yesterday. So eh, you buy another day. You'll like it. Yeah. Um, I definitely get into that rut. <laughs> um, I think we all do, but yeah. I think the, the important thing about that, the thing that I got from it is understanding where you're at mm -hmm. so that you can take steps forward mm -hmm. and changing the mentality and that mindset. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to wrap up before we are done for the day? <laughs> I was just going to say, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you so much for coming and checking out the Family Life Movement. Go and check out that PDF. Join our Facebook group, Family Life Movement. Drop us a, a, a note saying, hey, we appreciated a specific episode. Uh, you know, if you enjoyed this, the, you know, this episode where Jocelyn and I are just kind of casually talking, let us know. We want to know what it is that you guys like. Uh, and that way we can give you guys the best value possible. Uh, we're, you know, we're doing this not only so that we can learn about building a business around our family instead of through our family, but we want to help you guys build a business around your family instead of through your family. I love that. That's the ultimate goal. All right. You guys have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.